Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official Challenge podcast, where we go behind the scenes of the Challenge Double Agents. Now, before we begin, make sure you're up to date on the latest episodes, folks, because there are spoilers ahead. We are going to get into everything from this week's episode, starting from that early morning surprise challenge to a political play for the ages to that devastating elimination. And since we're talking politics, we figured we should be talking to the experts. So later in the episode, we will be interviewing none other than Cam and Leroy. Ah, we've been waiting to get them on the show, so I'm so excited. Anissa, should we get started? Let's go, babe. Okay, babe. (laughs) All right, Tori. This is our favorite, favorite segment, Safe House, where... I try and tell what goes on in 36 seconds, and I usually go over time or really suck at it. <laughs> so I'm going to let you start oh, poop. with this 36-second 30, recap in honor of it being the 36th season. Okay. Are you ready? Nope. We're going to do it, though. In three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. TJ's at the house. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. That's right. Everybody gets up. They're looking crazy. Corey especially looking crazy. He kind of looking cute, though. We got to give him a little bit of credit where credit is due. Everybody arrives there. They decide that the boys are going to go first. Chivalry isn't dead, ladies and gentlemen. We saw that this episode. They go into Volcano, and then what happens? Cam gives Leroy a sandwich. Amazing. After they get there to the Volcano, we find out that they get locked in the bottom, and now the girls have to compete. They have to solve a lot of math equations. But let's be real. If I was there, Amber BB, Amber BB, I would be stuck with you. Amber. <laughs> <laughs> She's stuck with you, Amber B. Don't worry, girl. Math is not my strong suit either. Then everybody gets back to the house. No. <laughs> You're done. Okay. Amber B. Amber B. Amber B. So hard to do these. <laughs> okay, Anissa. <laughs> right. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go! TJ shows up at the house and he wakes everybody up. Cam does make Leroy a sandwich. The girls decide <laughs> the guys are going to go because they're taking one partner and not both partners. Then they put the guys underground 500 feet down into a volcano. The girls have to run five miles to save the guys and then solve a series of math equations that clearly um, Tori couldn't do. <laughs> then Amber is stuck there for the whole entire challenge. Oh, poor Fessy. You didn't get to do anything. Nobody cares. Okay. And then you know who wins? My baby Corey and Cam. Killing it. Uh They get back to the house. They make a deal with Kyle. That doesn't really work out. Then Fessy writes a letter. I don't know why he did that either. Then he reads it. Done, 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 done. (laughs) Okay, that was good. You definitely beat me on that one. I give you the win. I think it's when I go first, you always out 36 second me. Yeah, the first person has it. Ember baby. Ember baby. Ember. I also can't, I can't talk or do math. <sighs> oh, God, that was good. Well, let's just get dive right in because I want to talk about the play of the day, the best athletic move, which was Cam cutting the crust. Making that sandwich. <laughs> cutting the crust for Leroy before he went off into battle. <laughs> Yo, baby, you want me to cut this crust for you? No, I'm good, honey. No, not only did she make the sandwich, she went out and she dominated that challenge. Like, Cam was like, I mean, she literally was like, um, Corey, keep up. Corey, come on. Yeah, like, I want to know. What this we- is someone who's never played a sport before. It's a, She's just built for this. She's built for it. It's she's built bizarre. Different. She's built different. She is, she, this, this episode, she dom, I mean, she dominated this entire season and pretty much every but season. But she dominated this. Dominated this. It was a cam victory. I know Corey's like, yeah, I finally feel like we're peaking at the right time. Bro, you're peaking because you've got a good ass partner right now. Right. Cam has just been on the peak waiting. Yeah, she, <laughs> 
she like <laughs> crushed this shit, man. It was amazing. What do you think was yeah. the dirtiest deed, though? Oh, uh, you know what it was. Well, I know too when Fessy then shit on every single partner while he was stuck down in a volcano, not doing shit. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty dirty. That was a little dirty. But the um, dirtiest. I mean, shaking hands with Kyle oh. and then ultimately throwing his cute little butt in there. That was hard to watch. And like, you know, we're going to have the opportunity to talk to Cam and Leroy and really like find out more. So I don't want to sit over here and like make assumptions before we figure out what really went down. But I can say yeah. it was totally hard to watch that. That was not the elimination I wanted to see. That broke my heart. Yeah, but it would have broke my heart, too, to see them throw in Corey, who's been nothing but nice, who's had only his friends lie to him. Like, Yeah. I just Corey's think that, a good dude. I, think I that, know what they wanted to see. Yeah. And it would have, once again, been great for TV. Yeah. But I think that their integrity kind of popped up, too. Like, ooh, do we really want to do this? I also think that, as well as, you know, Cam and, Cam and Corey have been working together, Maybe they want to stick together and maybe yeah. she didn't want to risk losing her partner. But we won't know, like you said, until we talk to them. Yeah. Well, let's just dive in right to the challenge because the challenge was called Escape the Volcano. The guys got picked up early. Anissa, we are we are smarter than them because let's be real. If they were going to come pick somebody early, the last time they did that on a challenge for me, they buried my partner. So I know for a fact that the person who doesn't go early is the one doing the work. Like... Yeah, I would have been in that volcano like, come save me. Yes, same. I would have went. If TJ comes to the house and says, give me a partner, I'm going. Because you're not doing anything. You're waiting for your partner to come. And they probably have to do some strenuous activity, whether it be mentally strenuous or whether it be physically strenuous, to get me out of wherever I am. I mean, they said it was five miles. Do you think it was five miles there and five miles back? I think it might have been five miles total. I think it was five kilometers. It could have been miles, but in my mind, I'm like, nah, I think it was five kilometers. It didn't I mean, look like it was five miles. Then again, they don't show everything. So we're going to have to like, we're going to have to talk to somebody who was really doing this and we're going to have that opportunity. So I'm not too worried about it. But can we talk about Amber on this math equation? Yeah. Anissa, I know that you're good at math. Okay. So I know that it must have been hard for you to watch that. But I want you to know I felt for Amber being that moment because I've been there. Wait, I mean, it was also hard to watch because she was struggling. It's yeah. not because, I mean, listen, just because it's like trivia. We can do it right. on land and not above water. It's just like math when you're, it's, it's freezing in Iceland. Mind you, it's snowing if no one saw. Yeah. Uh, and she, she's cold and frazzled and you have to run and you have, you know, Fessy waiting on the other side. Um, yeah. I think there was just a lot of pressure. and A lot, yeah. So and it was I, her first, it was her first season. Like my first season, I remember going up in a final, and this obviously isn't the final, but you're very close to it. I remember going up in a final against people who have done seasons of this, being like, I am the runt of the litter. I am the one that is probably going to come last. No, Tori, that doesn't help because on Total Madness, you couldn't do math either. So across, yeah, but I'm saying, okay, add the not being, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying add both. I'm saying add both. Add the not being able to do math to the fact that you're a rookie and then you really got a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's two it's two loads of poo poo. Yeah, it is. It is. But listen, you tried, and that's what matters. And Amber, what, you tried. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. It did look quite difficult and it looks disheartening. Like you're sitting there, yeah. Everyone's gone. You know, you just want to be at a part of it. And and I I know what it feels like and I, I'm sure it sucked in that moment. So I feel for you, Amber B. Math is not fun. Yeah, it's not. But we got to give it up to Cam because she crushed that. We already talked about this. All we got to talk about it again. She crushed everything. She walked up to that thing. I think she sneezed the equation out and then she kept going. I didn't understand how it happened so quick. I'm like, she must have tiny bacteria working in her ears telling her the equation. Like, where do you where do you hide hire these mathematician bacteria that exist in your brain? <laughs> I don't know. She also was working on math a lot this season. I know that we had our little math books and stuff. So her and Leroy were, were spitting, spitting equations left and right. So She is just locked in. Yeah, she really is. Also got to give it up for Nani because she mm -hmm. did really well this challenge. Yeah, Nani was out. Nani was gone. Casey was trying to keep up with Nani. Mm -hmm. Na Nani was doing that math too. Shout out mm. to Nani. Way to yeah. calculate. Yeah, girl. Way, way to, to calculate. Way to fucking multiply, Nan. <laughs> it was awesome. It was. So then we get to all the guys. What do you think about, like, what, how was that for you watching Fessy talk shit in the, 
in the volcano. I was like, uh, Fessy, that's why you're sitting there fucking yeah. just just with your briefcase chained with nobody yeah. on a rock yeah. in a volcano. Yeah. That's what you get. Sit there. Talk about everybody. Help me back. Um, the only challenges you won were with me. <laughs> well, the only one you won, like, because I beat you the first one, but was with me. But, you yeah. know, it's like instant karma. Instant karma. That's for sure. Yeah. Then we get up to this point now where Cam and Corey have a lot of power and Kyle's feeling a lot of the heat in that in the house. He knows that the numbers are going towards him. Mm-hmm. Leroy is obviously very paranoid at this point in the game and he cuts a deal with Kyle. Cam cuts through. She comes and sees this deal and you can just see that she's kind of uncomfortable during the entire process. Even mm-hmm. when he was like, shake my hand, she was like, uh, you could see that she didn't do it right away. Like She was like, what's going on here? So I think she kind of got thrown into that mess a little bit. Yeah. And then obviously like everyone's trying to like figure out what to do and then fessy pulls out this note <gasps> i would like to say that i'm amazing at everything and i'm sorry <laughs> that everybody thought that i was being arrogant by saying that but i really am good and in order for me to get casey as a partner i have to throw myself into elimination and beat everyone i think that he was trying to be genuine i really do but i think that he doesn't understand how Like, I think he was trying to come off genuine. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't trying to be genuine. He was trying to appear genuine to people, which is why I think he wanted to write it because he wrote down, like, the best things to say, even though he didn't read it very well. Like, he just gave everybody compliments on the way out. Yeah, but he could have just said that. He didn't need to write it down. I know. You know what? Some people need to write it. You know what? I'll give him. Some people need to write things down. Listen, E for effort, you know? Yeah. Like, well, A for effort. Whatever. My thing, my thing is, and, like, hear me out. With all this, he decides he wants to throw himself down there because he wants to get Casey as a partner because Corey did some magician work by convincing him to go into elimination, which was pretty amazing. So Corey feeds his ego. That's exactly how you get Fessy to do what you want him to do by making him believe it's number one, his idea, and he's going to look glorified (laughs) if he does this. So Corey, Corey really should get a dirty deed point on this too. So he does this and then he decides that he's going to go fight for Casey. But hold on. Can we just backtrack for a second? I'm not saying Casey's not amazing. She is Absolutely, absolutely amazing. But Casey and Amber B, like, neither one of them were stellar at the math. And if you're that person's partner in a final, as long as you're good at math, you'll probably be okay because you just need one person who's good at math. Fessy claims to be amazing at math. So it's like, you. why are you worried so bad about being Casey's partner if you if she wasn't that good at math? I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying here? Right. He, I think he thinks, like, just looking at her, uh, she's, you know, thinner and stronger and, like, she can run and he, you know, they've done one challenge together before, so clearly she's the best. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? He he gets his way. He gets everyone to throw him in. And then, obviously, we're at the elimination. And, I mean, did you think that Cam was going to throw in Kyle or did you think she was going to throw in Corey? I mean, the minute after Cam was like, you know what? Corey did try and look out for my man. I think she was like, this ain't going to happen. Yeah, it's hard to be up there with your partner and to like, because you feel connected to somebody when you're their partner. You Mm want to root for them. And I think that's something else that the viewers aren't really getting this season is like, you hear people talking shit on their partners in interviews and shit like that, but you rarely get that acknowledgement from your partner when you're working with them. And that's why so many people are having problems with Fessy because he's talking badly about his partners behind their backs. So it's like when you're with your partner, you do develop this bond with them and you look at Mm -hmm. them and you're like, okay, right now you're my other half and we got to figure this shit out. Right, right. And that's how I wanted to play with every single partner I had. Especially, yeah. I mean, I love Kyle, so, you know, I right. wanted to play with him because I knew there was no quit in there. As you could see in the hall, we're all ready to go again after Oof. a broken finger. I mean. God, uh, that was so hard to watch. He gets hurt every time, too. Like, he got hurt before where he tore, like, something in his calf. I mean, the guy doesn't care about his his physical well-being, but none of us do. I mean, you've seen it firsthand, like, running into death knocking on death's door running into a you know pit of fire breaking something and then yeah. still being like ah, oh, it's okay i'll ice it like i'll be all right yeah um you could tell kyle really wanted to be a part of it and that broke my heart and fessy was just an animal so i think maybe we should 
do a gentle hall brawl, like, you know, with bumpers or something like bowling for those that aren't like pro bowlers yet. Put like some, I don't know, maybe, maybe wrap them in sumo suits and have them run down a wider hall. Or we can do a crawl brawl where everybody has to crab crawl through, (laughs) through the, through the hall. And then you don't actually have to kill each other because I personally, this is the second time we've seen Fessy do a hall brawl. And, and obviously I threw him in the first one. I feel really bad about it. But obviously I don't want to see him in another one because I don't want to see him hurt anybody. And it's not his fault that he's so big and and ma- massive. But like it's scary. I don't want to see like these guys go up against him and get slaughtered. Yeah. It's never fun when somebody gets hurt. No. It's different if it's like a bruise or a bump or a black eye. Like something you can come back from. But when they're so close to the final. So close to the final. I mean Kyle would have done it with one arm. God, yeah. and you cared, know it's so crazy. I, I'm such a freaking hypocrite. I'm over here saying like, ah, oh, someone got hurt, and like earlier this season, I hurt Liv, and like you see that interview of me being like, I don't care. So I, like, the competitive side of me does have no heart, but then like obviously watching as a viewer, you can see how hard it is for somebody when you watch it from the overall perspective of everything. Yeah, well, I watch you cover your face. I mean, we both put our hands up on our heads. Like, I don't yeah. know if I really want to watch. Like, I put my hands up on my head just so I could put glasses on. Like blinders yeah. for some of it. Mm-hmm. See them? Uh, yeah. I know no one else can see them, but I'm yeah. putting my hands over my eyes when I can because it is something that you don't – it's just painful. So yeah. oh, it's just man. crazy. Crazy episode. Well, Fessy gets what he wants. Unfortunately, he beats Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. We love you. That was so hard to watch, homie. Sending you all the love in the world. Love and healing. Love and healing and thriving. Love healing and thriving. And congrats on your new baby. And now we're back at this point where Fessy gets to pick a partner. He picks Casey. What he wanted. Jizzing in his pants. (laughs) Full jizz factory. So happy. I can't. Leroy chooses Nani, which I think is awesome. So awesome. And Leroy just says the sweetest shit. Whether he means it or not, it's just sweet. I think he means it with her. Definitely. Um, and then you got CT and Amber B, this brand new team. We don't know what they're capable of. And I don't know what to expect from them. So mm-hmm. the next episode, being the final, is going to be really, really, really oh. interesting to see how these teams work together because this is the first time you see three new teams working together somewhere. I mean, Fessy and Casey were together, but that was in that same challenge where you're the reason why I fell too, so... We're going to just knock that one out. But watching these teams like really work together and see how they do over probably two gruesome days. I am so excited for this final. This season has been insane. It was insane to be a part of. It's insane to watch as a viewer. It's amazing. It's so exciting. There's always like a left turn somewhere, something you didn't expect. And now we have four teams. Mm-hmm. All of them got gold skulls solidified. No more changing partners for now, for what we know. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's going to the final. And and everybody, everybody earned their right to be there, you know, and it is weird watching it as a viewer. But there's some I can like breathe now that I'm not on it and I can watch. And just watch these people with like, oh, my buddies are playing a game still. Like, it's more enjoyable and less stressful to watch it now. So good luck to the final eight. And uh, we'll see how that works out. Mm-hmm. Let's get into our next segment because we are so excited for these next guests. We'll be interviewing everyone's favorite couple and favorite badass challengers, Cam and Leroy, right after this short break. They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. 
See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. All right, guys, we are so excited. We have been waiting for these two to be on the podcast the entire season because they are not only running the show, they are the cutest couple probably to ever grace challenge history. So let's welcome Leroy and Cam. What's up, guys? What's up? Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? How are you guys feeling after this last episode? Because, I mean, you guys murdered it. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> you go ahead. Um... I mean, we're going to the final. I'm excited about that. Been working hard all season, uh, even off season to prepare for this moment. So I'm excited, man, for this to be my last season and going to the final, uh, playing such a good game. I'm, I'm excited about it. And Cam, what about you? Because you, I mean, like you dominated that last challenge going into it. So what was it like? Oh my gosh. Me and Corey killed it. We were yeah. just so hyped because I just felt like, okay, the way that these teams are set, I felt so confident and I feel like you want to you wanna win the last challenge before a final because I'm just like, okay, all the challenges before this did not matter. We're going into this with the right momentum. So Corey and I, we're feeling really good right now. You give Corey a lot of credit because uh, he sat his ass in that volcano and you were running along. Hold up, me and Anissa were dying because you're the one saying, come on, Corey, keep running. Like, was he slowing down with the run once you guys had your, like, what was going on? You were like, Corey, this is the final. Think of the final. You're not going to run like that in the final. I'm like, sheesh. That's just how I am with my partners. And I think, um, you know, I've had a few partners this season, but I I think Corey and I were pretty compatible because he allows me to take the lead. And yeah. y'all both know, well, all of y'all know that usually we are playing in a very male-dominated game. So you you run very few and far in between men that can allow a woman to take the lead. So the mm-hmm. fact that Corey was just like, look, here, you do it. You set the pace. Uh, you do the puzzle. I'm like, that's all I need. That's all I want to hear. Thank yes. you. Thank yes. you. Let's camp. everyone wanted you to lead this season everyone (laughs) wanted you to take the lead to yell at them to control everything for them everybody wanted cam that's what my life is like all right okay she takes on everything it's actually i love it i love it as you can take the lead babe that's less for me to do i was chilling like this Speaking oh. of the two of you, I love how it starts out. You guys are all romantic in the little hot tub that finally got the temperature right, <laughs> sitting there giving each other smooches and kind of like reflecting on the season and on your life. Um, what was it like this season to actually like work together and, and be successful like politically and athletically? It felt really good because 
um, for me, I started my challenge journey with Leroy right there by my side and with him being my number one supporter, like what, like, and this is the first time that we met, you know? So it was really cool that I was here with him being his number one supporter for a while he is on his way out of the game. So it, everything essentially went in a full circle. You know, we've been through ups, downs, and it's like what well, we made it here and going into this season, I was the only one that knew that he was retiring. So I'm just like, okay, it's a lot of pressure. You, you have to win this one. Like we are, we're going to put our all into this. Like, you know, this is his last season. I'm like, I'm sure that I'll be back, but I'm, I wanted him to win even more than myself because I know that he is serious when he says that he isn't going to come back. So I'm like, okay, we, we have to play smart. We have to work in overtime and, you know, we are, we're going to do the best move every single time. I'm happy he's retiring because I was going to come for his ass next time. No, I love Leroy. I wanted him to win too. I mean, I, you know, clearly wanted to be there, but you know, Leroy, I've known you for forever and I've always wanted the best. I mean, you've never been an asshole. You've always been like, you know, the funny guy in the house. And people don't even know how funny you are, but like a house without you is a boring house. So I wanted that for you. And you know what I said in the beginning, like, I, you know, I want our people to be in that thing. You did a lot. You really did. Yeah. And, and we I, and I'm like, babe, people going to be mad at me when I come back. You got to remember. <laughs> nah. So like he was, he was doing things and, you know, going in on people. And I was just like, babe, they not going to forget it when, when I do, but you won't be back. <laughs> That's like so <laughs> Uh, this is the first season where I actually have some power and control. So at, even after getting a little taste of that, I really didn't like it to where I had to um, be all paranoid and make these crazy decisions. You know, even when it shows the thing with Kyle, that never was directed at him personally. I really thought that Corey was trying to uh, play me behind my back because him and Fessy were so close. It was just kind of obvious to me. But um, yeah, when you have power, and you could vote people in or you could sway people's uh, decisions. It, uh, it, isn't, it isn't a good feeling for me. Some people are okay with that. Some people are okay with uh, lying to people or, or backstabbing them and saying it's just a game. And it's just like, eh, some of these people I'm kind of close to, you know? So mm -hmm. um, that situation that happened with Kyle, it actually, like, it bothered me. It hurt me because I'm like, damn, man, I don't want this dude to think that I really was trying to play him. Or even with the Corey situation, you know what I mean? Because you build these type of friendships with people on and off the show. So for myself, it's always been very hard for me to uh, to do something like that. And then, if let's say if I was gonna decide to stay doing challenges, and it would it wouldn't be fun for me anymore because it's just like now I gotta go there, constantly watching my back, or people feel some type of way about me. And, and if you show them that, that's what you become. You become a person who's a liar, or you become a person who is um, a backstabber. So this is perfect timing for me to get out of the game. I didn't come into the game thinking I was gonna try to stab people in the back or lie to them, but Sometimes you get so caught up in whatever is going on to try to get that money. That's what happens. And um, yeah, that's what I don't, I don't have to do it no more. Yeah, I get that. But I, you know, I also feel like this game and like, we all know we've all been in it. Things move so, so quickly. So politically you can make a deal with somebody. And then all of a second you'll realize like, oh no, somebody else has had a new conversation here. So the game is evolving so quickly politically. And like, Kim, when you walked over to Leroy and Leroy was like, all right, yeah, you know, shake is like crack of dawn. You guys are sitting down there. Everyone's just waking up. You're about to shake his hand. Like you could see that look on your face that you were like, what the fuck is going on over here? Oh like my God. I remember telling Leroy the night before, you know, I, cause just how I'm, I'm like, babe, we need to sleep on this. I need to see what kind of vibe I get in the morning when I wake up. Mind you, the night before, um, I didn't realize that Corey was in Fessy's air the entire night, just kind of like really pushing and nudging him to go in. That night before, um, babe, which also showed in the episode, Casey was also telling Fessy, hey, throw yourself in and come pick me. Just, you know, come come get me, which I think almost kind of planted a seed, but he didn't buy it. But Corey is the one that was really like, hey, throw yourself down. You, you know, you talk big, go do it. Um, so I like the thing is sometimes in the challenge house, y'all know, like things can change within a matter of seconds and minutes. Right. So I slept on it, woke up, and in the morning, he's over there cutting deals without me. And usually mm -hmm. we don't cut deals without telling each other. Um, and while he's doing that, I'm talking to Corey and Corey is like, damn, I did it. Fess, you know, like Fessy, Fessy told me what he's going to, you, you get what I'm like, Fessy's going to throw himself in. And then I'm just like, what the heck am I walking into? But mm -hmm. ultimately it, it was anything that was going to keep him out of there. I was willing to do. But if honestly, if Corey 
did not do what he did and convinced Fessy to make himself the house vote, uh, I would have absolutely threw, like thrown Corey in because it's like you might like as partners, the only thing you got like I will help us get the damn win. Like just like how I made sure that you were safe, I'll help us do that. That's what I'm here for. But you got to make sure my number one guy, which is Leroy, is also yours. So yeah. he did what he had to do. So it's no way I was going to feel comfortable doing that to Corey. It's no way. Like he was so proud and happy to tell me, Kim, yeah. I'm sure Bessie is going to, you know, kid. make it to the house. And I was like, wait, you did what? He's like, yeah, Kim. I was talking to him all night. Like he was so happy and proud of that moment to tell me. So I'm like, sorry, like Kyle has backs, like Kyle and yeah. Leroy have a different friendship relationship but Kyle has backstabbed me every single season that I've ever been on with him all the way back to my first one to the most recent one that I've done with him so with Kyle like I don't owe him any loyalty if anything it's like finally got you back it hurt didn't it you know yeah. like, but so for Kyle I, I didn't really like I felt bad because I shook on it um but I felt like I was kind of forced to sorry babe okay. <laughs> I think you made the right decision in the end I mean Corey's a good dude and I think Corey got the shitty end of the stick friendship wise. And he didn't trust anybody. And I think his way of showing you now that he was partnered with you was yeah. like, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to look out for Leroy. Cause I he didn't want to like shake shit up. He was like, no Fessy, get your ass down there. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't, I don't mind that, but for Leroy, I want to know, like you work with Casey the whole season. You guys have won five dailies already. And now she's like, yeah. So Fessy throw yourself in and pick me. Like, so I didn't. So did she lose? Did she lose the challenge on purpose? Is the question. No, I, no. Cam killed it, but I've never seen. I mean, Casey could run too. So, but Casey's bad know. at math. Wasn't, wasn't she bad at math yeah. on Total Madness? On Total yeah. Madness, always been bad at math. But I feel like in the running part, she could have caught up. Kept, like she would have been able to catch up to Casey. And I do remember CT before the challenge kept saying, and you know, putting in all the girls' head. It's not. It's not a bad thing if you don't win this one. It's not a bad. I'm. I'm still up for grabs. I'm still up for grabs. Mm -hmm. So, because um, if you know when all the girls took off, Amber B was the one that was in front because yeah. all of us we was just like look let's just stay at the same pace amber b she kind of took off sprinting and then we was just like okay she needed that extra time because she wasn't getting hold the front too. door i'm actually having a fucking moment here if you're telling me you think casey through that it fucking makes total sense she probably did yeah, yeah, so so Fessy could pick her. Oh so my God! Yeah, that's what Fessy, they wanted to run it so, together. And, and that's, that's that's why I was so mad towards the end because when it when it all was coming for a circle, I I thought that like Corey and everybody was on it, right? I'm like everybody, you know, because I had been winning and everybody was pissed. So I'm thinking like, damn man, Casey, because this is my thing. Casey wouldn't even vote for. Uh, She's like, she wouldn't vote for Kyle. Somebody, she wouldn't do something. And I was like, I'm like, damn, I've been your partner all season. And she so wouldn't, she wouldn't make Kyle the house vote because we would have thrown Fessy against it Kyle. Would have thrown Fessy in. I'm just, and, and I've never known from what I hear that I didn't know her and Fessy were that cool. So I was, I was so upset by it. And then I, I will always see Corey with Fessy, like buddy, buddy, all season after Nelson left. And, it, and I didn't, something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. And um, so I did, I wasn't sure if I could trust him. And so that's why all that came into play. Like, okay, my own partner doesn't want to be with me because on the run, I caught up to to Nani and Kyle and I was running with the suitcase. If I was running without that suitcase in my hand, I would have caught up to everybody. And I know Casey can run just as fast because she's proven it. She's fast as shit. And that was right. a hell. How long was that run? It was pretty far, but for, for her not to be able to catch Nani and I caught it Nani. It was not a bad run. I've never said nothing to Casey about it because it's just like mm -hmm. I, I have the ability to say, hey, it's the game. So if she was if she was if she decided at the end she had a better chance to be with Fessy and she had to do that, I mean it sucked. Um, but I, I and I don't know if it's true or not. I'm not sure if that's what happened, but I honestly feel like that's exactly what happened. Wow. Was it like smuggle run length? I'm trying to imagine this run. Uh, uh, no, not even. It was about as far, it was further than what we did for the airplane. Right, and you guys sprinted that in front of me, sprinted yes. that. Was, and was, Kyle was trying to run with you two. I couldn't even catch up. Like, she's fast, too. So, But K Casey, definitely, I don't think she couldn't. Even when you look at how all the girls took off, she didn't take off sprinting. Like, she didn't really care about winning that one. And it was shocking to me because this is the type of game, um, something that you can't take for granted, which is, and Amber B brings it up a lot, talks about how she misses Darrell, is that chemistry. 
Mm-hmm. That chemistry is a lot. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't think Casey realizes like how good you have it. You know, y'all know each other's strengths, weaknesses. Y'all right. know how to work as a partnership. That's why they had the best. I think they had one of the out. best partnerships there. They had Leroy and Casey had some of the best chemistry. And mm-hmm. the one time when she was with Fessy, y'all didn't even win. When he when he uh stole had to oh, had to hold her up. He had to hold her up. He yeah, didn't no. Even win. Y'all did not do good, which means y'all don't have good chemistry. Y'all don't. I don't know. I just, I would have stuck with Leroy and it's not because I'm biased because you're my friend, Leroy, but the way that y'all moved this season was amazing. Yeah. To watch that, like, you know, it just kind of worked. It worked. You know, there wasn't much thought. It just, you guys were kind of like an autopilot. Like I said, if if that was her intentions deep down, um, when it was happening, I was pissed about it. Mm -hmm. I was so excited to be choosing Nani because I was like, if I'm going to go into the final, I'd rather go into the final with somebody who I absolutely trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when everything started surfacing, well, I thought she lost on purpose or whatever, without me even knowing, when I got a chance to pick Nani, I'm like, this is a no-brainer. I get to be with somebody who's my family in the final, regardless of whether we we win or lose or not. Um, I was happy with it. So, you know, it sucks to know that now, you know, Mm -hmm. watching it and seeing that she would actually say something like that. But, you know, I don't hold it against her. Yeah. I kind of want to run it back for a second because there's this one moment. We gave Cam the play of the day in the beginning of this episode for making Leroy we a sandwich. absolutely <laughs> did, you fucking mathematician. You well, mathlete. We gave her uh, the play of the day for obviously mathlete. And then also yeah. for making Leroy the sandwich before he went off to battle in the Like, morning. baby, you want me to cut this crust for you, baby? <laughs> like, nah, nah, I'm straight. Nah, I'm straight. Right. <laughs> it was... So cute, but I got to so know. So many like, cute moments. When you guys were there and TJ pulls up to the house early, did you guys think it was going to be the final? Because sometimes that hoping, happens. I was hoping. No, yeah. well, I knew it wasn't because CT was rogue, but I was, uh, true. I, I thought it could have possibly been a rogue agent in the final. I was, yeah, I was, you oh, did run up a, a lot of different scenarios. You were hoping, and I was just like, I, I was hoping that Leroy kept that winning streak up because I, I wanted to keep him out of eliminations. Um, like mm-hmm. I knew that we would have really had to work to keep him out of there, which we did. Yeah, um, so you we did. Were like, please let this be over. Like, please. <clears throat> yeah. And then so like we when they got to decide work. which one was going. So obviously like the guys decided to go and then the girls ended up being the ones that had to do the work, which can put you in a good spot because you're obviously so strong mathematically and physically so it actually gave you an upper hand but like what did you think that they were actually going to be the ones doing the work or did you have it in the back of your mind like it could potentially be us honestly we we didn't even care all the girls we just woke up we were tired all the the rest of the girls they're like we 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 need to put some makeup on i wasn't even on i'm like i ain't going nowhere (laughs) (laughs) even if all the girls were i would have been staying home but um yeah, I, I think it was actually Libra and Casey. Libra, you were going to actually let Casey go down, like, you know, go with everybody. But at last minute, I think she was just like, all right, I'll just stay with all the girls. It looks like all the guys are leaving and all the girls are staying. But um, that would have definitely gave whatever guy the upper hand because they would have beat all of us in the running. In the run. Well, how long yeah. did it take you to actually solve those math problems? Because it looked like a second. Um, yeah. Yeah. maybe like five seconds okay. you use your fingers or anything else yeah, maybe just like- just your brain power and you know what i think you know i did so good because it was just me individually i work better alone i don't work good on teams partnerships like i mean i i do but i prefer to just work by myself like it's nobody in my ear i don't gotta worry about nothing it's just mm-hmm. like okay let me do my thing cool yeah. like yeah. so i think that's why like i've, I've been wanting to work alone for a minute so but yeah it didn't take me that long i was like bye yeah no it was too set cam i've never seen anything like it i think you should sign up for a math competition (laughs) (laughs) but it was it could be beginner's math whatever just like you are the multiplication i'm sitting here watching the episode with tori like that's a fraction she's like they're not dividing and you sound like oh that's what that sign is okay no what tori do better. Come on. I'm Come trying. On. No, 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 no. That was Anissa. I that knew was me. I was like, Tori, that's a fraction. I did it in my head. I'm like, that's a fraction. How does that, how does the I'm decimal like, work? Anissa, you... they're multiplying. 
I was like, oh, I got it better. Oh That's god. Good. Yeah, we're 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 taking notes. Every time somebody comes on this podcast, I'm not kidding. We have a book full of notes on how to be better competitors because my ass has been trashed the last two seasons. So I am now, I have already since watching that episode cam, I have downloaded girl. downloaded a math app on my phone since watching that and I I have a picture of you on my wall and I <laughs> look, <laughs> and I look at it and I do math problems and that's where I'm at. Don't no, no, this game, it was just y'all's y'all social game. Y'all just went in there like, hey, trash. we don't need y'all. No, it wasn't that. I was just so hype. I had somebody, I had like my Leroy in the house with me. Like I had the person that I trusted more than anybody with me. Usually my social game, Leroy will tell you, I never pick a side. I never have an alliance. I'm somewhere in the middle. And it fucks me because people are like, well, I don't know if I could trust her. I'm like, this is my game though. This is how I play. I, I'm friends with everybody. So when you're friends with everybody, you're fucked. And if yeah. you're friends with one person, Named Tori, you're fucked too. So listen, yeah. I'm a political. There's layup, nothing I so can do to please this, everybody. So this isn't about I'm me. I'm gonna anymore. keep hanging out with my layup friend. This isn't about me anymore. We're here to talk to Cam and Leroy. We're not yes, here to talk about they're how much better. I'm strategically better. inclined. Well, I mean, if this, if this wasn't the gold skull type of game, if it, if this specific season wasn't like it would have been a whole different set of finalists because it would have yeah. just been like, look, throw all the rookies in. Yeah, yep, we all the bets. We're gonna chill. Like that's what mm -hmm. it would have been. But totally. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just curious because you guys have such this great dynamic. Obviously, you're both so competitive individually, but at the same time, like you live with each other now. Like you have a lot. Go like, do you guys get competitive towards each other? Like Leroy, when Cam won this last challenge and dominated, is there like a part of you that's like, damn, I wish that would have been me out there? Or are you just like guys just straight happy for one another? Uh, I mean, I, I wish it was me because <laughs> I did too. I did too. I wanted this. I wanted this specific win to yeah, be. I, I, I wanted to win because I knew that, that it was going to be a guy's day. So I'm yeah. like, fuck, man. You know, this. Oh. Is, if it was any one of them to win, it should have been this one. But her, her winning. Anytime that Cam is, I think the whole towards the end of the season, as we kept being like first and second place, it was more so like who would get the most daily wins. It's never, but you know, at home, there's no we don't compete. I'm like. I want to see you win. When I come home, I'm, all, I'm always talking about my barber and what I got going on there. She's always talking about her wig company. So I'm like, hey, babe, or how, how's your company doing? Are you winning? So it isn't, it's not even like friendly competition. Like anything that she's trying to do, I'm 100% in on it. I'm like, all right, I want to make this work just as much as you do. And I think it's vice versa. So like um, for me as a guy, like you said, it's always, it's always been harder, even for myself, I guess. I've never had to take a backseat to um, a female. I don't know how that may sound. Like in a relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to be yeah. the dominant one. So for, with Cam, it's totally different. Like the majority of the time, she's the dominant one. <laughs> Go ahead, Cam. Oh, shit. Get it, Cam. <laughs> there are areas where I am, but I'm cool with sharing that space. You know what I'm saying? It's not an issue with me at all. Like I'm like, even when we go out in public, girls, they be trying to find out where Cam at. People don't care about me no more. They're like, where's Cam? <laughs> I love that. I don't, I don't know what that feels like until now. And when it comes to like winning, our strategy was all right. So how we wanted to play is, I I wanted to be the strongest girl in a game, and I wanted one other of the strongest girls in the game, um, which I want to be his partner, Casey. So I, you get what I'm saying. So anybody else did not care if they stayed or left. I'm like, I wanted him to have a, a strong team. I wanted him to have a strong girl to run the finals with. And for me, I'm just like, I don't care. Whatever guy run the final with me, we're good. Cause you know, you're, I think, yeah, like you're only as strong as your partner, right? So with every daily, like I, I prefer for him to win because on a guy's day, I didn't want him to be potentially up for grabs to, you know, go back down to the creator. And for girls day, I didn't want anybody stealing Casey from him. Right. So we, yeah, like I, it was, it was beneficial for us both for him to win all those dailies. But, but sometimes I'll be like, damn, he beat me again. Yeah. And again, I love that, again. Yeah. They were, their team was so good. Like it was not even funny because they had so yeah. much chemistry. Yeah. It was really funny. They were amazing. Do you, do you guys think coming into the show with such a strong and healthy and powerful relationship that there was like any, did you see like any issues coming up for you two, like being that close and, and no, being with each I mean, other? coming to the game, we had already spoke about like what would happen if one of us was to get mad at each other. Cause you know, couples argue. <clears throat> so we got like a code word and. A code word? 
We're writing that down. Code words. Oh, code words. That's so sweet. There's a couple times in the house where I pissed her off to where she was like heated. And when his, when his word is thrown out, we know to nip it in the bud right there. Like, all right, it's a wrap. You know, I'll talk to you later and go from there because I don't ever want to be seen you know, on national TV arguing with her. Right. Um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty easy. It was super, it was super easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I relate that to our relationship outside of this, you know, um, communication is key. You learn communication skills when you're in the challenge with communicating. I mean, you see how the communication was off between Jay and Corey. He's over here sending him signals saying that, that he's good and he's not. So for us, right. um, the communication, you know, Cam and I, we, we've been through a whole lot. So coming on to the challenge, it makes it so much, it's easier. It's super easy. Yeah. One of the healthiest relationships, I would say that code word, like you don't want people you know, to see you guys fight. I mean, I could see when you guys got a little mad, but like I was there, like you guys handle things really well. So kudos to you guys. And Leroy didn't get jealous when Cam got stolen so many times. I mean, she was a hot commodity. Like Everybody wanted her. (laughs) What was that like? I mean, I know there was competition. So you're winning all the dailies and all the men want your woman. So how was that? I loved it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. But he got to keep Casey. He gets to, That's yeah. why, because he uh-huh. still had his girl. It's, it's nothing oh. to do with you, Cam. It's all about Casey. In all honesty, I like the fact that like the guys they could see what I see in her. You know, what I mean, she's definitely very smart. She's uh powerful. She's beautiful. So I'm like, hell yeah. You know, like they they just think she's a dope chick all the way around. I think even outside of the game too. So. That definitely makes me feel good, but more so because I wanted to keep Casey. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Yeah. Never, what would you have done if somebody would have been like, I pick Cam. It's not because she's athletic or smart. It's because she's beautiful with a big booty. Like, what would you have done, Lee? I would have just thrown them in. <laughs> <laughs> just said, okay, cool. Babe, next guy's day, just just take it easy. Just put just us in. Off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't care. Can I, can I still stay with Casey? <laughs> I'm telling y'all, he, this You're man was a special case. Casey, can you let your hair down? Casey, no, I don't ever want to leave you. Casey, I'm not running the final with Cam. I want to run it with you. Like, it was, it was dope. No, so I, I, I was so honest, it was awesome. distraction and, you know. Yeah, I genuinely like, like Casey. Like I said, regardless of whether she told Fessy that or whatever it does, it didn't even really matter to me. Um, I felt like our chemistry was working so good. So it was like, why break a good thing up? That's what I was on, you know what I mean? Especially being, I'm, I'm this close to the money. I'm like, come on, man, let's just thug this out. We we never had an argument, we've been cool. And I could also see it from her perspective, her perspective also, if she was thinking, man, this dude don't never win, I may have better chances with Fessy, you know, and I don't think he's ever won either. Who's I, never won? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes. You say that word, I get triggered. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I mean, shit. Yeah, trust me, I know mm-hmm. all about but you guys- it. Yeah, you guys like were smart from the jump when it came to politics because you decided not to work together as a team. Like you split up, you were with Josh, Cam, and you were with Casey from the jump. So like going into it, like did you ever think about switching back so that you could end up together on the final? Or was it like, nah, we're going to like divide and conquer and whoever wins this money, like at least someone's bringing it back to the family. So this is something that we, we every single week, we talked about it all the time, especially as we approached um, and got closer to the finals. Um, but how we were looking at it, we were like, or what would you, what would y'all think? Like, do we want one shot at $1 million or do we want two shots at half a million dollars to take home? Mm -hmm. That's it. We went with the math. We went with the probability we would rather. And especially if it's going to be a 14 final, we want to have, we want to be on two of those teams, um, separately you know we want a 50 percent chance of winning and taking something home like that that's a lot nobody goes to the final with a 50 percent chance of winning right right you guys were really smart about it you know what i know now i I used to tell kim i said babe because like we we would say that we wanted to run together we want to run separately i said babe why don't you throw yourself into the elimination round and come get me because Mm -hmm. with, with the girls that was left there was there was not a lot of girls there that was going to beat Cam with the yeah. girls left, right? And it's not to speak bad on them like they can't compete, but more than likely Cam had the highest probability of winning. Right. So my mind is like, look, babe, go in there, go to the last girls' elimination, and then just go in there and, and get me, and then we'll be we'll be set. But either way, go. If the only way that was going to actually happen was since the last one was a guys' elimination, I would have to go in there. I was not trying to go in there against Fessy, you know, fucking Hall, bro. No, or no, no. Why break your back now? 
You know what I mean? Sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, it does. I mean, the thing is with Fessy, it's like you and why me and Nani was getting so annoyed is because we were thinking what everybody's thinking. You talk all this talk. Here's your opportunity to back it up. You didn't yeah. win the last one because Amber couldn't do math. Good. You you had the opportunity to compete by yourself, to show everybody what you're made of. Whoop-de-doo. Go do it. But instead, you know, we was just kind of annoyed. Like, you trying to plot and throw Leroy in now? Um, which I get it. But you can't sit here and say you the best without being, you know, willing to go back it up. You don't even want your party. Well, Anissa, Tori, and, and uh, babe. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm turning to the interviewer. How do y'all feel about him throwing himself into elimination, which is ballsy, and then actually winning it and putting up a dominant performance? Amazing. I mean, I, yeah, you got to give it to him. I give him his yeah. props. Absolutely. He did. That. I think I think if it was anything but hall brawl, he wouldn't have done it. But anything physical, yes. Anything physical, yes. I think he would have went down because I think he believes that that is his strong suit. But if it was something where you had like two individual things, it would have been a toss up for him. But I do. I, I, I can respect the fact as a competitor that he was just, you know, he he volunteered to go down there and he won. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah. he was, he was walking around saying that he was the best. So it's like, you got to do it. I mean, I hated watching Kyle go like that. That hurt to watch. That yeah, was sad. Like leaving with his broken finger, like, uh, especially cause like, you know, Kyle does play the kind of game he plays, but like the defeat on his face going into that, he knew that that was not going to be, he knew oh, he yeah. wasn't going to come out on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. And then him crying, like, I was uh, just like, uh, nobody wants to, nobody wants to see anybody get hurt. I don't care what kind of game they're playing, yeah. you know? It just, you never want to see people get hurt. All brawls dangerous. Cause this shit was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going the opposite way. It's like, no, I can still go, cut it off. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. It was so scary seeing that in person. Like I couldn't even look at it. I was like the whole time I was looking away. Yeah. It was just not, that's the, that's the last thing you want to see somebody get injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it ended the way it ended. You know, everyone got their pairs. Fessy and Casey are together now, so we'll see how they ride off into the sunset. Lee, you get to be with Nani, which is obviously epic for you both. Cam, you're with Corey. Mm-hmm. You guys showed how strong you were last episode, and we have no fucking idea what Amber B and CT are about to do because who would have ever thought that they would have ever been paired up? Right. So, right. Well, how do you feel going into this final? Like, ultimately, end of season thoughts, going into this final, where are both you guys at? like i'm about to win hey Uh, i just feel like we've had such a perfect um we had a perfect game you know together with how we just came in how the the way that we got our souls i feel so confident going into this final with Corey, um who's who's you know we are we're the newer generation of the challenge so i'm just like okay like Corey, we can we can really make history right here like we we can we can do this, you know. We're both so hungry for that first win, and mm-hmm. uh, clearly from this most recent challenge, I see like, okay, we we do have a little bit of chemistry here. You'll let me take the lead, and you you know you'll take it when, whenever you know you want to as yeah. well. So I, we we felt confident, and um, with Leroy and Nani, that was also it was it's like full circle. Like y'all started out together, and like she's mm-hmm. also with him for this last one. So that was. I think that's just also perfect. Like what? Yeah, it was like a perfect little story. I mean, you were the guru, Cam. Like you called every single thing that happened to the point where I thought you were working for production. <laughs> you were literally writing the show at that point. I think production was going off of your like your brain. Like Cam thought about it. They were like, oh shit, maybe we w- we should do that. Cam said it. <laughs> Cam makes sense. She does math problems in five seconds. We probably should listen to her. <laughs> And get this shit together before these kids figure a pattern out. And let's just flip this game on its ass. Yo, and honestly, I got to give you props, too, because once you found out, and this goes a little bit farther back, Cam, but, like, once you found out that that second team, um, once there was a, what was that called when they were, like, a, when two people had to go into a security breach, John, girl, security, security breach. breach. Thank you. You were like, every time you went into the voting booth, you made sure that you didn't vote with the majority. Right. So that way you could avoid that security breach. You, you oh, said, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, that shit is yeah. so calculated. Yeah. Where the fuck yeah. did you write? All and of why didn't you tell down? me about it? <laughs> <laughs> so calculated. I, I didn't know. I didn't even know that that's what was going to happen, but I was just like, yeah, I'm going to vote here just in case they want to say, Oh, 
they they also got votes. So I'm just like, yeah, like this team, y'all damn sure are gonna go in. You're clever. <laughs> so if there was a smart, I didn't even know about that. You are so young and so smart. I always forget how old you are because you really do have it together for such a young, wonderful lady. And you guys do really set such a great example of like, you know, a healthy relationship, a positive relationship, like what it looks like. I know that. But we're not a perfect relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like we're regular people too. Sometimes people look at us like, oh, y'all are so perfect. Y'all are this um, because y'all just see it on Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's still healthy. Yeah. No, yeah. And you guys we, still pray. You have your like, you pray, we communicate. Yeah. Like we, but we, what'd you we make Leroy do in the house? She cursed me out for not taking out the trash. No, she made me sh- nobody cares about that. Leroy, when she made, <laughs> used to make you write down your goals. Oh, yeah. yeah, we have so many vision boards. Yeah, Aww. she definitely. I, I'm, I have way more structure in my life now. See? And that's way more structure. That's the amazing yeah. part. That listen, is- this right now, this this studio that I'm in right now, she made me write this down. She said, "Listen, what is it that you want to do? How do you want to look?" And I wrote it out, and it all came to fruition. So now, babe, I, uh, I'm gonna tell you some other stuff that I want to have on the vision board for you to do. <laughs> See if you can do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that includes. I don't think I want to know. Yeah. I don't think it includes the crust. It definitely doesn't we, include the crust. I don't think we should put that answer on the air. So. <laughs> oh, man. So, Lee, what are you going to do in retirement now? Like, obviously, unfortunately, you're out of the game, which we all hate because we love seeing you on the show. But you got your studio going on. What else do you want to do? Next, the next thing is, is is the actual a full shop with people working underneath me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's that's what's next. I'm gonna just keep going with it. I mean, it's so many different avenues inside the barber business, so many different things that I could do. So now I just want to keep re-educating myself and just getting as much knowledge as I can. Um, you know, just like the challenge, that's money, but there's also money in what I'm doing. So I'm gonna be, you know, whenever I was doing it, when I say that I'm retiring from the shows, because I was always one foot in, one foot out. Half the time I'm barbering, half the time I'm doing challenges. Um, I want to fully commit to everything that I can offer with Barbara and see where that takes me. And, um, you know, anything else that I could think of. But for now, it's, it's definitely going to be the Barbara. I love it. I really do. You know, I mean, you see how much I'm cutting hair on the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's some mm-hmm. clean lineups. Like, the way that you – I mean, it's an art. It is an art because I've seen people give people haircuts, and I'm like <laughs> – are there mirrors where you live? Um, but, and your shit is like a straight up barbershop on the show. Like people sit there like like it's a Friday yep. and talk shit and talk to you about everything. And then you make these people feel good about themselves. So yeah. I'm happy that that you got to have. I mean, this was your season. I mean, there was like a lot of there was a lot of Lee. There was a lot of Cam. And I'm so happy this about it. ends perfectly. For myself, uh-huh. I, I really, it really does. Like I am truly happy when I could like look at it for what it is and everything that I'm about to do now. It couldn't have worked out any better way. Um, so when the people that are listening, when y'all finally see it, just remember me saying that this is a, this is a, it was an epic ending. I feel like, in my opinion. And I think that's the most beautiful thing in the world. Like you got to be happy for people when they can step back from this fucking shit show of a show and be like, I'm good. Like I got what I needed to get out of it. Yeah. I'm gonna grow. My life's gonna continue, and this is not the end of me. This is the beginning of the next chapter. So now I get, now I get to watch you guys as fans now. Like how hey. to fans sit from their couch and pick us apart. I'm about to be watching. Hey, hey don't pick us apart. <laughs> <laughs> shit, he gonna call me up like niece. Why? Why are you and Tori do the same shit you said you wasn't gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> so where else can we follow you guys? How else can we support you? Drop yes. drop some handles on us. Um, you can support me at RoyTheBarber.com. I got some merch there. You could oh. haircut there, do my cameos there. Yeah. Um, my IG is Royally the, at Royally the Barber. Everything is Royally the Barber. There's only one. I'm one of a kind. I'm one of one. Okay. Not Yes, one of one. <laughs> For me, I am Cam I am. And on Patreon, Cam and Lee. And that's Cam with a K. So Cam and Lee. Yeah, just just come join our Patreon gang. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. <laughs> well, it's been that. a pleasure talking to you guys. Can't wait to see these final episodes coming up. Can't wait to see you dominate this final. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having us, ladies. We're supporting you all the time. Yeah. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Leroy, you will be 
missed. I can't believe we're retiring. But maybe you'll come on All Stars one day where we have a lot of fun. <laughs> we're a little lower to the water and heights over water. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. You can tear us apart on that one. That one's a good one. All right. But you will be missed. We will send you all our love. No, listen, man. Whenever. When y'all ever in Houston, stop by, man. We're at least barber studio. Yeah, okay. we'll come get shape-ups. Yep, come get shape-ups. We got our backs shaved. That's love that. <laughs> you feeling freaky? <laughs> go down the block. <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Thank all you right, so much. Later. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song, of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals, your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device, subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. That was so incredible to hear from Cam and Leroy. I love them so much. But all right, guys, let's get into our next segment, Listener Transmissions. Anissa, somebody DM'd me. It was Barbara, and she wanted to know, and I love this one because in this episode, we saw that TJ arrives before everyone and wakes them up. So Barbara wrote in, she DM'd me, and she wanted to know, when do the camera guys arrive in the morning? Um, They arrive before we wake up, like... I guess I used to wake up at like 6 a.m. and they'd be like asleep on the couch after like boozing all night and watching soccer. So um, like remember when we were on Total Madness, we'd come in, they'd be on the couch and like what was it called again? In the in the where the gym was. Yes. Whatever. So, um, yeah, they get in pretty early. Um, It definitely depends if we have a challenge or not when they should get there. I mean, if the earlier the challenge, the earlier the crew gets there. Um, but usually before breakfast, which is about eight. I mean, I give them a lot of credit because they're there early and usually we meander in the morning and try to like avoid getting mic'd up because the camera and mic guys work together hand in hand. Mm -hmm. If nobody knew that there's always a mic guy with a camera guy to make sure that audio is picked up as well as visual. So in the morning when we wake up, I definitely try to avoid putting my mic on, but it's part of the contract. So we got to get that thing on real quick. And I literally (laughs) run to the kitchen and make coffee and you're like, I won't talk to anyone. I swear to God. They're like, Lisa, you always talk. No, but I mean it this time. I'm not going to talk to anyone. Mind you, I'm like, Tori, so what are we going to do today? Do you want to have a Celsius party? (laughs) 
so good. Uh, shout out to those camera guys. Well, guys, listen, you can send us listener transmissions just like Barbara did. Anissa, where can they send them to you? What is your Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is, you weirdo. <laughs> if you want to know what my handle is, it's Anissa MTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V. Um, mm-hmm. On Instagram, I hate you so much because I feel like I was very repetitive because your mm-hmm's made me, made me nervous. Um, you can send me a lot of nervous DMs. Um, I will answer them or not, or I'll just look at them and be nervous too. Tori, where can they find you? <laughs> Tori mm-hmm. underscore deal mm-hmm. on Instagram. You know, I love. <laughs> See? See how nervous you got? Damn it, Anissa. All right, guys, you can send me also nervous DMs. What makes you nervous? I want to know. Send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. Also, send me some listener transmissions. I'd love to answer your question. Philip and Barbara sent in some great ones, and we'd love to hear from you as well. Your mom. Make sure that you watch. (laughs) It was my mom. (laughs) Shout out to my mom. Shout out to Barb. Make sure that you guys stay up to date and watch the challenge every Wednesday. And make sure to catch the biggest event in challenge history, the Challenge All-Stars, streaming now exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Yes, and we're going to be covering all things All-Stars right after Double Agents ends. We got to root for Anissa, so make sure you stay subscribed. You don't want to miss a second of the action on MTV's official Challenge podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.